This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. I'm your co-host Jessica Eckerlin. This is my bestie Laurie Wallace, Hello, my other co-host here. How you doing, girl? I'm doing all right. How's it going? Good. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We know you have such busy lives. We're honored that you choose to spend your time with us on this weekly basis, and. Um, like, rate, review, share, do all the things. We love it. Love it. Um, Laurie, so much has happened since. I feel like so much happens every week. My head kind of spins. I know. Well, because we record multiple episodes at a time, it's like by the time the next round of episodes and recordings come up, it's like, oh, oh my gosh, so much has happened. Yeah. Um, you have been in Denver. Yes. I went to LA. Yes. We have both done like little solo trips for work, for fun, for play, yeah. all the fun things. It's kind of cool to let things unfold. I know. See how it goes. I know. Um, and truly, it's one of my favorite things about the flow and the vision of what we're into right now is that letting things unfold. It wasn't like you were planning on going to LA or I was planning on going to Denver until we were. Yeah. There there were days where we were like, oh, hey, guess what? Guess what? Hi, bye. Bye. Um, and that's so fun to be able to do that, you know, and make yes. those kinds of decisions on the fly. And, and support our business at the same time. And stuff. yeah, even if it's just for play, like you're still always representing, always right? Representing and that um, play is part of the job. Yes. Like it's built so in like that fun. as it should be. Speaking of play and jobs, um, what? I'm really getting excited about our Costa Rica 2023. Oh my God. Yes. It's um, starting to take shape and it's <gasps> so different than the last time around, but also so much uh, of the good stuff is sticking around. God, I know. I'm so excited and thrilled. So you guys there's like reach out. Yeah, it's more than half booked right now. Yeah. Um, and we have a couple of rooms, oceanfront rooms. or not. Yeah, they're oceanfront um, accommodations, but they're ocean view rooms is what they are available. Um, so if you're interested in coming and hanging out with the Badass Ladies Club in Costa Rica, yes. let us know. Um, Come with us. Ah, I'm so excited. Okay. Super. Well, this kind of ties in. Yes. Sure We're talking about vision today. Vision. That's so important. It's so important. And it could mean so many different things. Well, so when I think of vision, I mean, I think of, um, except for like the obvious, because I really am blind. <laughs> um, besides like the Same. medical term of vision, um, like when I think about it from like um, a healing or business perspective, um, it's, it's like about goals, you know, and what your hopes and dreams are for your future. Whereas like, I believe in a, 
in a business, like your mission statement is like who you are and what you're currently doing and what you represent and what you do in your business. Whereas like a vision is, this is what we hope for. This is what we want to do. This is what we're striving for. Um, that, yeah, like a mission and a vision, I believe are two different things. I think so too. And sometimes like, when you say vision, the first thing I think of is like a vision in your mind's eye. Yeah. Something that you see in the future. Right. It's out there. That you know you're like stepping into in one way or the other. Visions are flexible. Um, but also like I have, I'm always asking like vision or like premonition. That sometimes vision for me is like. I'm seeing something that I can see is naturally going to happen. Mm-hmm. And again, like it's flexible. I don't really know how or if or when. Um, but yeah, like having a vision of something that you're moving towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that stuff is like out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Which is why visions sometimes for me are frustrating too, where I'm like, can we just get to <laughs> the freaking finish line already? And right. Like I've already seen it. I already know it's done. It's already done. Um, So, yeah, like vision, thankfully, does not require uh, technical vision because I also am blind. Um, (laughs) But my vision in my mind's eye and my third eye is getting sharper and better. And when it's not um, on point, I can usually connect it to a pretty solid reason. Yeah, it's that like (laughs) intuition, man, you know, and you and I have really strengthened and worked on our intuition over the past couple of years and learned how to trust that. I think trust is like the giant word when you're talking about vision. Um, or like if you were going to tag somebody as a visionary, you mm. know, like if I look at people that I think are visionary, um, I told you that Aubrey and I just finished watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. which was like four hours long. It's such an intense show, but it's so good. And you learn so much about visionary musicians, you know, and sometimes not just musicians, sometimes producers and lawyers and, you know, like people that have different um, things to do with like creating of music. And they're all so visionary, uh, the things that they see, but one thread that several people spoke about in their acceptance speeches during that hall of fame was um, how powerful it is as an artist to have someone support you and not question you Mm. or challenge you that so many like genius level artists needed support, you know, like needed a producer, needed a director, needed, you know, but they didn't need someone to get in their way. Yeah. They needed him to get the fuck out of the way and (laughs) do what they do. And that that wasn't always the case, that there were definitely producers and record companies and people that like wanted to tell you how to make the music. And, I think that it was uh, Lionel Richie that was talking about, like, obviously I wasn't going in the same direction as everybody else. Like, on purpose, I was going the direction where they were all like, what are you doing? Mm. And then selling millions and millions of records, you know, and becoming world famous, like, on purpose is going the opposite direction of everybody else. And then it took a minute to find people that were, like, willing to see the genius and let him do his thing. And I just love that uh, attribute of having vision or being visionary is that you can't do it alone, but you also need everybody to get up out of your way so you can execute. Talk about trust. Yeah. Well, because 
I don't know if I were some big time producer or lawyer, you know, whatever, that like my job is to manage this artist, yeah. you know, that I'd be like, no, 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 trust me. Mm -hmm. And to like be on a management team of, yeah, man, artists, huge visionaries, yeah. huge hairdressers. You know what that's yeah, like. Estheticians, <laughs> like they're all visionary, especially when they're entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, also need support. Mm -hmm. Also need people to back up off of them and let them do what they do so well. And also, I love this idea. And this was also like a really common thread that came up out of the Hall of Fame was um, that that doesn't always mean that you're going to be like quote unquote successful at it, mm. you know, that you have to have some freedom to like try things and experiment and grow and understand that that what you thought you liked, you actually don't like it as much as you thought you did, you know, and it helps like shift you, point you, tweak it a little bit. So you Ooh, do yeah. it further into your art, you know, because you have to make the mistakes and you have to do it wrong to figure out how you do it right. You know, who's like that? Who? huge fan is Lady Gaga. Yes. So I, y'all, you don't understand. I love Lady Gaga so much. Huge, huge fan. I've seen her live twice. Like I bow down. She's brilliant. And she's made some records that I'm like, yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, Joanne, I think is untouchable. It. it is the most perfect oh, album yeah. like that she's ever made. Um, don't come after me, but like Chromatica, not great. Yeah. Sorry, but like not my favorite, not great. Do I still love her as an artist? One million percent, absolutely. And she can do no wrong in anything she puts out. I'm like, that's Gaga. Yeah. I get it. Not my thing, but I get it. But I saw an interview with her and someone kind of, this was before Chromatica. This was like at the height of Joanne. So she was like, at the peak, you know, and, um, but art pop didn't really do very well. That was like her rave album. Right. And that is such like a special sect of music, yeah. you know, like it's got a narrow field. Yeah. A very narrow field of people who like, like rave music, yeah. you know? So, um, whoever was interviewing her, I forgot who it was, um, was like, do you have any regrets over, like the art pop album because it didn't perform as well. And like, it was kind of like this like. really, right, right. And she was like, I mean, honestly, no. She was like, also when she made art pop, she was also not at her healthiest, mm -hmm. not taking care of herself. Um, and she was like, that's just where I was. And I have to appreciate and love that part of me that made that album because that's where I was in my life. And I was like, damn, you know, that like this woman could have been like, oh yeah, well now looking back as an artist and how much I've grown, oh, I totally would have done things different. But to have the balls to be like, no, no, I wasn't healthy. And like, that's just where I was. So I made this like, okay album and whatever. She still, I went to the art pop ball. Like I, I went wasn't even my favorite album. And I went and it was brilliant. Of course it was. It was great. I had a great time. Um, <laughs> no, musicians are so good at the vision. Because if you're talking about like creating an album or mm -hmm. even just writing a song, you know, and what it means to 
know or have a general idea of what you want and what the vibe is and what the feeling is and what it looks like and what the textures are, but you haven't actually put music to the lyrics or lyrics to the music or, you know, like fleshed anything out. One thing I love so much about vision is like you can have it, but you can't have it all figured out. You have to like move into it and see how it moves and let it unfold a little bit. And visions also require a team, you know, like of people to help execute what that vision is, which means you have to communicate your vision to other people in a way that they can hold it and become a part of it and believe in it too. And that there's a lot of visions that if you're not a good communicator and you're not good at bringing people together to like make it something tangible, it stalls, you know, and it Mm -hmm. never really becomes the thing that it could have been if you weren't able to communicate that and include more people in getting it done. Yeah. Fucking Elton John. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, because think about, you know, like he doesn't write lyrics to his songs. He's, you know, he writes the music and the lyrics are, it, you know, it's his friend. It's what's his name? Bernie, whatever. Um, yeah, he, his friend wrote Benny and the Jets, but like Elton John made it Benny and the Jets, you know, that like that perfect marriage of this team, um, creating something so beautiful and like, but if one of them were to like have flubbed on that, like we wouldn't have that brilliant piece of art that we all love so much yeah you gotta find your people and um that was the other thing that was funny is like they inducted pat benatar into the rock and roll hall of fame i did not know that she was that her guitarist was like her partner and that they played all of this music and like co-wrote all of this music together. Like I always just thought Pat Benatar was a solo. I think Brandy Carlisle's like that too. Yeah. And so it was really interesting. And then obviously I knew that the Arrhythmics were a duo, um, but they talked a lot, a lot about that too. And that in both situations, they were like a couple, like a romantic couple and then like broke up, but then still decided to make music together because they had, you know, like such a bond Um, and how much it really does help to have somebody who collectively shares that vision with mm. you. Um, it's like us. I was just about to say, it kind of reminds me of that. I know. Um, Look at us, like, kind of talking about ourselves and how good of collaborators we are. Obviously, there's a vision to create something together. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it has become flexible and, mm-hmm. you know, like, taken on shape. And I always feel like vision is something that comes up for me when we get close to the end of the year. Yeah, You know, like I start thinking about like what is next for, I don't know, I used to, the whole 2019, 2020 thing hit me hard and I kind of <laughs> fell off of it for a few years where I was like, mm. I'm never planning the year right, out ever again. hard on me, but, um, but I think this year I'm ready. Yeah. We like did it last year. Vision. Yeah, we did. We did. God, this was a big year. It was a big year. Damn. It makes me tired thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Y'all, like, you should have seen us at the end of 2019. We had, like, we had drinks. We had the whole thing set up. We had calendars. We planned 2020 out. Like, we are going to hit the ground running and we are going to build this business and we're going to. Best year ever. 
and we all know what happened in 2020. So I don't need to reiterate like how that went. It was rough. Um, so to say we fell to the wayside with planning that a little bit, but we still created this in 2020. No doubt. We just created it later than I think we intended. Or maybe faster, depending on how you look at it. You know, like, uh, I mean, maybe. So, like, looking into 2023, I what what does your vision show you? What do you see? For Badass Ladies Club? Sure. Well, for Badass Ladies Club, I envision us um, on a warm beach yes. <laughs> in April um, doing yoga mm-hmm. and um, loving every minute of it. But... Um, I hope to be able to invest our money into more community building um, or education. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that you and I are ready to kind of like step out from behind the scenes a little bit more because we played with that a little bit here in 2022 with especially later in the year with putting on events or showing up to events and not just being these chicks behind a microphone um like on a podcast where like you don't you don't see us like we showed up in person to where people were like it's you guys. Oh like, they didn't even know what we looked like. Y'all, that is the weirdest feeling. <laughs> people know. are like, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's the you. badass like, ladies club. Ah, it's me. Like, like yeah. yeah. You guys look nothing like we thought you would. I'm like, you must not follow us on social media. Well, and all, in their defense, it's we so funny. were the hair extension models for most of our, you know, photos that we have. True. I mean, our, you know? yeah, we talk about vision. Our looks change it's hard to book us photo shoots because we change our looks so much, but whatever. Anyway, so I envision us investing our money into bigger events, community building, education, um, regular breathwork sessions, um, and... I, yeah, that's, that's where I am as of right now. All right. I see all that. Um, There's probably bigger things, but I just, with what we've talked about, like that's, that's where I am right now. Yeah. I'm into the events and the community part of it. Like, I feel like there's so many that we're really good at support. Mm -hmm. We're good at supporting other people's visions and we're good at, wrapping our vision around that, you know, and then vice versa. And I think that a really good example of that is like Badass Ladies Club and Grey Label Mm -hmm. or Badass Ladies Club and Beauty for Real or Midwest Hairstyling Awards or Southwest Hairstyling Awards or whatever, you know, like that um, when we find brands that are in alignment with what we're doing, that uh, we collaborate like that really well with people. And I want to do more of that, you know, like I'm excited about doing, um, more creative work and um yeah just like how that can benefit everybody around us and I've had this real urge it may be part of like all the divine feminine work it may be part of the um loss of bodily autonomy in so many (laughs) states in our country it might be um 
a little bit of like women's rage that's raising up in me, but like I feel very called to support young women and old women and all women, you know, in having something for themselves. Mm. I feel like there's so many of us that um, give, 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 and do and do and do to help support other people, to support our families, to support brands, to support who we work for. And that I'm really excited about letting women have something for them, whether it's a project like you and I got to do when we started Badass Ladies Club, or if it's a book club, or if it's a whatever, you know, like that um, we all deserve to have something that is special to us, you know, and that's just for us. And Breathwork is a really good example of that. We've had, I had a couple of moms come for the first time. Moms that, you know, listen to the podcast and that have known us and that have wanted to participate in a workshop or event or whatever. And finally, after all of this time, we're able to come to breathwork sessions and just have like two hours, two and a half hours just for themselves to connect, you know, Mm -hmm. to um, see what comes up. And that that little bit of time is so nourishing, you know, Mm -hmm. and so positive Mm -hmm. and so good. Um, that I love the small events that we can do, that people can be a part of. But then also I'm loving these big events. Yeah. And, you know, guys, like that's that's seriously something that like Laurie and I strive to do. We want to help people at every point, at every price range. So you can come to one of our breathwork sessions, which we're hoping to schedule on a biweekly basis. But um and we'll let you know when that happens. But um, that ranges anywhere from $33 to, you know, our Costa Rican retreat that's, you know, 333, yeah, yeah. yeah like 333, three, 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 three. <gasps> all the threes. Like threes. Um, we like threes. Um, but, um, you know, that I believe that there's something for everyone here. There's enough room at the table for everyone. And I think that's been such a huge part of our vision and what our future holds is that we want to make room for everybody. Nothing is ours, you know, like we want to share this with everyone and we want everyone to feel welcomed. Yeah. Sometimes visions are like, I don't know. I feel like all vision like we have these big visions, right? But sometimes visions are smaller and like just like ideas that pop into where I'm like, oh, I could, I could do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like the last interesting vision that I had was where I introduced, like I networked two friends of mine that kind of needed each other's services and support, you know? And it was one of those things where it just like hit me one day. I thought about it and I was like, oh my gosh, they would be perfect for each other and connected the two of them. And that's all working out, you know, but it did come to me in a vision where I like saw the two of them working together. That's cool. In a really like wonderful way. And it like made me feel so good to see them working together. And then it was like, I text one of them and she was like, oh my God, I was just thinking about that. And I text the other one. She was like, oh, that sounds amazing. You know, and the sometimes visions are just things that like drop into my experience where I'm like, huh, okay, I guess that could happen. And it wasn't a big deal. And it wasn't like anybody got anything out of it besides the connection, you know, and the networking there. But that that feels so good to have these hints or these nudges that come to you sometimes. 
And when you do follow through on it, that that can stand to benefit a lot of people. And I feel like in the roles that we're in with Badass Ladies Club, there's, I mean, how many times a week do I tell somebody, oh my God, we would love to have you on the podcast or we could work together this way or we could do that, you know, and how often those things actually follow through to a result versus like when I had that strong vision and it hit me, it just kind of happened. Yeah. You know, like there was no efforting on anyone's part. It just kind of fell together like it was supposed to. The ways of the universe. Do you have (laughs) visions like that? Yeah. um, Sometimes mine aren't always great, though. Oh, God. (laughs) Tell me more. Well, you know, like, um, I mean, the biggest example that I have, and uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this without outing this person for their privacy, but so there was a time when you and I worked at the salon Mm -hmm. where, um, I wanted to attend a party of yours, but I also had like other plans that night. And I was trying to figure out like, oh, how can I do ah, both of these things? You saved it. Um, because I was going out with my cousins and you were having your thing. And I was like, oh, how can I make both of these things work? Um, And, you know, so I was thinking about my family. Like, I have these cousins that I wanted to hang out with that night. Um, And that just got me thinking about my family. And then my mind started racing. And all of a sudden, I felt like death. It literally dropped into my head where I felt like, not that it was, like, seriously going to happen, but it was just, like, this thought of, like, huh, like, that's weird that that popped in there. Like, I wonder what that's about. And like, whatever, I didn't think anything of it. Well, I got off of work that day and got a call from a family member that another family member had suffered a heart attack. And I was and that was before you and I started mm-hmm. our healing journey. So that was like me not even understanding that that was my intuition probably in like this weird effed up way Mm -hmm. that like the universe was telling me something's going to happen. And sure enough, it did. And it was like, I, but I wasn't listening. I was just thinking that I was weird and morbid because I am, but you know what I mean? That like not all visions, not all premonitions, not all, not all of it is always beautiful. No, and that so often what you said is so true where we do just like quickly push it away. Yeah. And are like, I don't know what that was about, but in that how often are we maybe getting visions? Right. How often are we, yeah, getting these nudges from the universe, but we're like, yeah, whatever, that's weird. And it, it was, it was scary for me, but I also didn't know how to trust myself. And that was, like I said, before you and I started our healing journeys and Actually, it was like right before. (laughs) So I feel like the universe was like, get ready because here we go. Um, So, yeah, sometimes and it's weird. I do have a lot of. Things having to do with death, I can almost feel that stuff coming on. Um, But, you know, I also have great vision, too, you know, um, with. My hair business. You know, that that was something that I feel like I pushed down for a really long time because I always told myself that I didn't want to be 
a salon owner. Um, I said that up until the day I became a salon owner that I didn't want to be a salon owner. Um, so until I allowed myself to see my visions in a different way, um, or accept them in a different way and that there was a different way to do things and that I didn't have to be jaded (laughs) about it, that, um, it really opened me up to having this wonderful business that helps pay my bills and support me and allows me the flexibility to also work on this lovely collaboration that I have with you that is like in my vision, in my mind's eye for the future, like this is what I want, you know? And so it's about Badass Beauty and Badass Ladies Club kind of having a really great relationship to allow all the things to unfold. Yeah. I think that it's so interesting just the concept of like visions aren't always goals. Yeah. That sometimes you do get visions of things that are coming that might be good or might not be good, you know? Um, And that, that is just like so many other things. It's just a frequency that you're feeling, you know, and that there are times collectively um, like Anytime that there's a school shooting or Mm. a, you know, any kind of shooting or you felt it a lot, definitely with like COVID and the mass quantities of people that were dying, you know, that there is grief was heavy in the air. You could feel the collective frequency and vibration of the not good things that are happening. And grief is so potent, you know, but so is that feeling of there's just not anything we can do, you know? And I know that with, you know, the mass shootings that that's so much a vibe of, well, it just keeps freaking happening like over and over again. Right. I already vote to like keep this from happening. What am I going to do? And that collective feeling of that and the vision of knowing it's going to happen again, you know? And, um, I told somebody, several people like I very rarely go out in sandals or flip-flops like I'm trying to wear tennis shoes everywhere in case I have to run you know like that it's almost like an unconscious thing that goes on and that that's kind of like a vision you know Mm -hmm. like that's kind of like a premonition uh going into concerts or things with like big a lot of people yeah like and noticing where your where your exits and Um, yeah we're definitely like airports and you know, situations where you are kind of on guard right now and that some people would probably call that like conditioning and trauma responses, you know, but I feel like there's so much. Well, that's where we are. Right. (laughs) Vision that's involved of, I don't want to be caught and not prepared for how to handle, you know, like what could potentially. Um, I just saw a meme that said, I call a big group of people a fuck that. And I was like, I kind of get yeah, that, no, you know? Um, but yeah, like that. And you know what? That is really sad. And I have found myself as the years have gone on with the tragedies that happen around gun violence, that in big groups of people, yeah. concerts being one of them, that um, I'm constantly thinking, well, what if, where do I go? Where do I hide? Where do I run? What do I do? Um, when I was a teenager driving out to deep LM, like giving my parents anxiety attacks that I was like, I'll be fine. 
like going out by my that that was never a thought in my mind. No. Ever. Back then. Um that I was 16 going to places I shouldn't have been by myself walking, you know, yeah. that like and here I am. God, I just told you I was going to go to a concert the other night. And I was like, but what's the parking like? Yeah. Do I have to walk by myself? Because I'm not walking by myself mm-hmm. in the middle of the night to go to a concert. Yeah. You know, um, I would have never said that at 16. <laughs> but here I am at 35, yeah, you know, are things are different. And I, I'll tell you this much. Having a kid uh, changes that. You know, um, thrill-seeking things that you used to do. (laughs) Yeah, your self-sabotage go down a little bit. Yeah, well, that... For safety's reasons. Yeah, that, you know, when I didn't have a kid, I was way more like, let's go. But now that I have a kid, I'm like, but what if I get hurt? Mm -hmm. And even as much as, like, flying, like, I just, as we said in the beginning of the episode, I went to L.A., by myself for a fun weekend trip, like not work, not at mom, not anything. I, I just got to be Jessica, which I so desperately needed. And so I did it because I needed to do it. But also I was like, but what if something happens? What if I seriously get hurt? What if this plane goes down? What if like, when you have a kid, like you think about the what ifs for everything and it's exhausting. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Um, <laughs> but the plane didn't go down. It didn't. No. And I had a great time. Yeah, and it was it was awesome. Yeah. In large part because of the vision that you had <laughs> around going to L.A., you know? Yes. Because you even, like, when you were planning it, you were like, do we want to go to L.A.? Like, da-da-da. And I was like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, I might do this. I might do that. Like, you had the vision for it. I was ready. And I was like, meh. probably because I ended up going to Denver the next weekend, you know? And, um, but I just think that's so funny that like when you attach to something like that, it comes. And interestingly enough, I did want to go and visit my family in Colorado sometime before Christmas. And I just didn't know how. And the Denver trip kind of like made that possible. So like I had the vision of going to see the family, just didn't know when or how I was going to fit it in until the trip came up to go to the award show. Um, so yeah, like same thing. Sometimes things happen in those backwards. Which, by the way, guys, because Laurie, you do such a beautiful job always of like telling me how awesome I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to brag on you for a second. The work you did in Denver for the Southwest Hairstyling mm-hmm. Awards was absolutely beautiful. So fun. You guys. She was on Peter Gray's team. And if you don't know who that is, let me tell you. Peter Gray is a fucking... Talk about visionary. Peter Gray's been on the show before. He had that cameo By chance. Yeah. Well, like... that he he's just... He's so huge in this industry. And to work with him is intense, yes. but so much fun. So much. And... When I saw the makeup looks you guys did, I was like, fuck, yes. Well, this is beautiful. To uh, lead makeup artist Alicia Cannon. Like, oh my gosh. It was totally her vision for what she wanted to do. Um, and yeah, when she called and asked me about it, it sounded like fun. And Alicia and I used to run the game in I runway makeup it. all the time together back in the day. 
it was so much fun to like be on a team with her again and it's you guys just, cranked it out. You guys did a beautiful job. Yes. I'm so proud of you. She's so easy to work with. Well, you all of it. The clothes, the hair, the makeup. Those clothes, it I was, was an like honor to be on a team like that. Oh my god. The shapes, the geometry of it all. Like it was just gorgeous. Was and really I'm so fun. proud of you guys. Thanks. I need to tell Alicia that I need to text her. She's amazing. Alicia. Killing it. I love there. you. Yeah, like cause she hit Almost all of the award shows this year. You know, like I know. Look at her um, killing it. Doing hair and makeup. Like, really. And that's truly one of my favorite things about going to Midwest and Southwest this year. Was how many creative people I got to see that I hadn't seen in a long time, Ugh, you know? So awesome. And to watch everybody work their vision into a collection, you know, and to see it walking. And if you're just talking about Peter Gray and his team, you know, like we saw two out of four or five shows, you know, maybe that they did. And they were all different. Yeah. Like, and they were all so um, big, you know, like is the best way I can explain it. And that it had to be right. And that it was and that everybody was like so invested in making sure that the final outcome was right. Helping creative people execute visions is so much fun. Slash, it is different than like having your own vision for things, you know? And I've talked about that a lot, that I'm really good at helping someone else pull their vision. And I'm getting better at holding my own vision for other people to help me execute. That part. Yeah. That part right there. Because what I will say from our experience, both supporting other people's businesses and visions and supporting our own. Mm -hmm. What I'm learning in this phase of our careers is that the best visionaries are the ones who encourage you to have your own. Yes. Which we haven't always had. No. So even when I was in LA, I mean, Gina was like, so when are you guys going to do a shoot? (laughs) I was like, Uh well about that um we'll get to it I I mean but you know what I mean and I know that Peter's the same way that he is all about supporting people in having their own brands their own businesses and um Lupe same way um Sammy all of them like they're so it's so awesome to be in this phase of life where I'm gaining this trust Mm -hmm. in my vision in the universe and to finally like, and I think that we've attracted it. It's the law of attraction. It's like all of a sudden we're surrounded by these people who are like, yeah, you should fucking do that. Rather than, well, think about this and maybe you should do that. Or maybe, maybe we should do this. Or maybe, you know, that it was like, all about the other person, right? And um, it just feels so damn good. You know what it is? It feels nice to be supported by people who don't stand to benefit from you following through. You know, like that it's different when somebody's like, hey, we should do this because it's going to benefit me in the end. That that has a totally different vibration than, yeah, you should do that. That would be really great for you. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like that, 
um, anytime that someone's encouraging you to do something that they ultimately are going to benefit for, that just feels good. It doesn't mean you're not going to do it. It doesn't mean right. it's not a great idea. Um, like we said, collaborating is great. Totally. But that what I see the big point of distinction between the community that we have around us now is that the community that is encouraging us now is there to truly support us for our own benefit and not for their mm-hmm. benefit. They have nothing to gain from us following through on a photo shoot or not following through on a photo shoot, you know? Like, right. They're just here to support Badass Ladies Club, whatever that ends up being, mm-hmm. which is an ever-evolving situation. <laughs> which, you know, like, ask us later, we'll, we may have a different answer as to what we... I know, God. We really need to figure that out, but no, we're just no. going it's fine. with the It's working, flow. okay? Like, we'll roll with it. <laughs> okay, so, like, let's talk... Um, vision boards because vision boards are like not a new thing people have been making vision boards and having um yeah like desires wants dreams that they either clip out pictures or find something digital or like attached to the fact that I want this experience I want this bag I want this car I want this in my life and you, I've heard so many stories about, oh, I made a vision board nine years ago and I cut out a picture of a house. And then before I knew it, I was putting in an offer on the house and I didn't even realize it was the same house that I had put on my vision board nine years ago, you know, mm-hmm. or the same with cars, you know, like that I cut out a picture of a car and then I, you know, 10 years go by and I look back and I realized that I bought the exact same car that was on my vision board. I don't know if that's ever happened to me like that directly, <laughs> but I have had vision boards that I go back, um, or a lot of times it's passion planner yeah. you know, stuff where I'll like yeah, go yeah, yeah. and I'll plan out like the next six months of my passion planner and somehow be like, oh damn, I did every single thing, you know, that I said I was setting out to do and how much it helps to like ground your vision into a vision board or a journal or, yeah. Yeah, like something where you write it down and you make it an actual thing. Because then once you've started executing it like that, sometimes you do forget that at one time it was just this thing that you put out there that now you're holding in your hand. Um, so what is it for you that you're, like, putting on? Because we're gonna Are we going to do a vision board party? Are we doing this? I don't remember what we decided. I mean, we talked about it. We did talk about it. It's on the table. It's on the table. Do you guys want to do a vision board party? Would you come? (laughs) Would you please come to our vision board party at the end of the year? I was even thinking, like, it would be kind of fun to do it virtual, too. You know, like that. You know what? That may not be a terrible idea. That that would be really fun. virtual party, everybody can get their own gear. (sighs) They can do it digitally or they can do it magazines or however you want to do it. But I love the idea of tangibly claiming what it is that you're bringing into your experience um so yeah like what would go on your vision board man I don't know what would go on my vision board now but what I do know is that even in times where I want to be really hard on myself Mm -hmm. I have to remember that Jessica five years ago would want the things that Jessica me has today or be doing the things that I do today or like cross Disney off the list 
Yeah. Done. You know, like that was just a vision. Done did it. Yeah. Um, even down to like some of the clothes I wear. Like, I mean, I don't have a closet full of designer, you know, but like I have pieces that it sounds so dumb, but I have pieces that embody mm. the kind of person that I want to be yes. and to be perceived to be. Right. That I couldn't have maybe not even afforded because it's not like anything I have is super expensive, but like I didn't even have the confidence to wear something like that or to piece together an outfit to look like a bad bitch, you know, or whatever it is. Um, that, yeah, like sometimes even in my, like when I want to be really self-deprecating or judgmental, I have to remember that like, if I had a vision board from five years ago, that everything I'm doing now would be on that vision board, you know? So if I were to make a vision board today, things that would be on it would be retreats around the world. I know we're already doing Costa Rica, but I'm talking like Italy, Iceland, Greece, Thailand, Bali. (laughs) Laurie. Yes. 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 Um, I don't know about five years, but product line. Okay. Um, and yeah, those, those would be my big two ones. But if I had to choose like something that I hope for the world and that I want to embody, which is something that you and I have been talking about for a really long time. Um, it, it, I don't know like what to put on a vision board to convey this message, but that I now more than ever from experience believe that, um, when you heal yourself, you heal the world Mm -hmm. because you encourage and inspire others to heal themselves. And the more that we heal, the more compassion and understanding we have. And I don't think that the world would have as much violence and the polarity that we're experiencing now. You know what I mean? Like, and that is something that I have a huge hope for, like with today's youth, I think that we're growing more emotionally aware, compassionate humans and that I would hope that that stands for a really beautiful future for our world. Yeah. I love the idea of visioning for the collective, you know, mm-hmm. like for the whole. Um, and yeah, like I think that so much of my vision for what that looks like is just that everybody gets a lot more um, patient, like with themselves, with other people. And understanding that we're all kind of doing the best that we can. And however Badass Ladies Club can support that collectively. Um, Obviously with like events and education and workshops and breath work and like helping people with tools, I guess, is really where I see us fitting is that, yeah, for all of our conversations about all of this warm, fuzzy stuff, that there's some really tragic shit going on out there in the world and if we can offer tools to help people navigate and cope and deal with those things and still see 
the potential that we all have, you know, to like come together and yeah, heal and make the world a better place and put out more good than we are getting garbage back. Like that's the vision, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's the goal is to support people. I know that just doing my own personal healing work, the difference I see like in my circle so the difference I see in my real friends that are around, the difference I see in my family members and like how I interact with my family members because I'm working on me it has nothing to do with any of them. You know, like it just has that spinoff because I'm you're vibrating differently, I'm healthier. I'm more patient. I'm more aware. I have more respect for myself. I have more respect for them. You know, like that all of those things integrate that if I can help spread that to as many humans as possible, like that's how we change the world, you know, like that is the wave and the ripple effect. And so for every workshop that we have four to eight people show up for, you know, that helps them elevate their vibration a little bit, that's having the impact in their families, in their friend circles. For every person that we can get to come to a week-long retreat and hopefully like alter and shift them in a direction where they can be more authentic and more aligned and have more of those tools and have more love for themselves, like that that's going to have huge effects, you know, and what happens when they go back into their daily lives. And um, so, yeah, like all of the things that I can think up and put into this container that is how do we keep doing our own work and how do we help support other people in doing their work? Like that's a good vision, man. Feels good. It's the best. Take it. Um, I guess we're kind of visionary. Look at us. I mean, hair with. um i love talking about this i could rattle on about a vision yeah no kidding Um, but i think we nailed it pretty solid um and yeah what i guess this is coming out the weekend after thanksgiving Ah! headlong into holiday season um and i feel like holiday is so commercial and so like buying and wrapping presents and hustling um, that that maybe we underestimate this idea that you can just like hold a positive, hopeful, loving, healing vision and that that is powerful, you know, Mm -hmm. and enough. And so, yeah, I'm going to be working my vision a little bit this week. Yeah. You guys have a really good